And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian, writer, and all-around funny guy. It's Daniel Van Kirk. And she's a comedian who straightens her curly hair, then curls her straightened hair. She's a lot of fun, you guys. It's Renee Colbert. Chef Jeff is here to show us how to make beef on wick with Wagyu beef and fresh baked Keanu. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little lemon icebox cakes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by Natalie Sherlock, who said that every week she just sends in the last carb she's eaten and she wondered if that's sad. And I don't. I think it's smart. And I looked up lemon icebox cakes because I wondered, is this just some treat from back when they called them iceboxes, which is what my dad, mm-hmm. I think, occasionally calls a freezer? And no, there actually is something called a lemon icebox cake. And it is a cake that you make without using the oven at all. And it sounds delicious. Welcome, Daniel Van Kirk. Hi. This is not a show that only talks about snacks, but we do talk about snacks a lot. Okay, good. Then I feel much more comfortable being here. Good. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Now, as... My own Daniel pointed out mere moments ago, mm. this is a two Daniel podcast tonight. The double D. Yeah, I feel, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I feel unnerved. We've had a lot of Allies or Allisons in the past. We have. This is the first time Deep we're doubling up on, on the Snappy. Daniel. Oh, God. DVK. Yes. Do you go by Dan or Daniel? Uh, you can call me Dan. Professionally, like for all promotional stuff and everything, it's Daniel. But once yeah. I know you, just call me Dan. Okay. Yeah. What's, it's what a real is... late night show with David Letterman. Everyone says Dave type thing. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Wonderful. And then what's the penalty if one of you switches to to Danny? Oh, I haven't. <laughs> oh. No, to my entire family, I'm still Danny. Oh, look at yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So if that were to come out, you oh, just answer. Yep. 100%. Okay. You didn't right. go through a call me Dan phase? Mm-mm, I never did. Yeah. I don't think. I'm, I guess at some point I started... I think people just started calling me Dan. Yeah. Probably around like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They they graduated you to Dan that young? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Because Dan's like Dan the man. Uh, yeah. That's a, did you hit puberty that young? We're really getting into it. Yeah, probably. I don't know, 12? Did you get your whole life uh, Dan Dan the fill in the blank man? Like oh, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Like you know what else you a lot? Uh, hey, big guy. <laughs> I got that a lot. A lot. A lot. I got that a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <You> got <laughs> no, I didn't get big guy, but who is big Al? Because don't call an awkward, overweight, young child whose name is Allison. Don't call you big Al. Because I got some, I got a lot, but like really affectionate big Al's, but I never wanted that. I, I never, I never felt like that was a warm hug. <laughs> Well, no, and that also sounds like big gal, too. Yes, it yeah. does. On top of it. And all uh. of it was true, but oh. it even <laughs> made me dislike being called Al. Yeah. Which yeah. people also would call me. Um, but yeah, wait, so big Al is happy days? In my is mind, it? there's oh. like a bear from Country Bear Jamboree like named Big Al. There was yeah, an Al. Oh, yeah. Right. The guy who sold the, the dinners, the TV dinners. Wasn't that Al? Big Al? That's not Remember, flattering. Yes, the guy. Is the his guy name knows. Al Molinari? For some reason, that <laughs> who is that? Yeah, Al from Happy Days. Yes, the second guy that ran Arnold. Yes, was yeah. Al. 
Is it, yeah. Who's Al Molinari? There are people. That's him. Oh, okay. the actor's name. I don't know. Right <laughs> they all, I know. That's my favorite know. thing. Thinking yeah, of those people being like, well, <laughs> figuring out how, right how much we will know the answer in a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Technically, canon of happy days would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Renee, hello. Hello. I might need to circle back around with this lemon icebox cake. Okay. We can definitely do, do that. Do you remember what goes in it? How many is it supposed to serve, even though I'm going to eat all of it by myself? I don't know how many it serves, okay. but I know that there's cream cheese. Mm. Uh. And this particular recipe called for lemon pepperidge farm cookies. Hmm. And then I I just looked at it real fast. And then I scrolled <laughs> and there was some there was definitely some lemon zest happening. Okay. Uh that's all I know. All right. So look it up. cookies, cream cheese, and lemon <laughs> zest and a freezer. And I think you're good. Yeah. I'm just gonna put them together and see what happens. Good. It's like an ice cream cake except with cream cheese instead of ice cream that sounds right to me i mean in that you're you're setting it in the freezer instead of the oven it's like Jeff, a seven layer dip do you know sense. i feel like you might know and that's not any sort of comment on your age it's just i feel like you would know what an icebox cake is no i've never heard of one okay excellent i'm wrong <laughs> is it weird that i Has- hashtag whatever <laughs> right i'm hip for some reason i ascribe it to like uh the south Oh, it, maybe. It feels southern to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was tri-state area. Possibly. Hence chat too. Which tri-state, though? I'm Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware, or Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware. There's other- also the tri-state of Pennsylvania, New York, something. Mm. Ohio? No. <laughs> I would have gone with you. There's like New York, oh, yeah. Connecticut, something. Here's, Connecticut, here's why I said Ohio. Because Family Ties was set in Ohio. What would you do, baby? <laughs> Shana na na. Mm-hmm. Um, who's going to say it? Well, maybe. Sit, in, Ubu, sit. Yeah. Maybe in go. Erie, that's the tri state area. Because where Erie, Pennsylvania is, that splits okay. New York from Ohio. I know the first time I heard the phrase tri-state area was on Family Ties, hence I assumed they were part they were one of the the tri-states. But maybe not, maybe they were just talking about the other next nearby states. Hello Daniel. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this show is off to a running start. <laughs> I know. Tri- tripping over our shoelaces. Um tri-state uh area is one of those things like the Southland. I feel like only weather people say, mm. you know, like no one says, where do you live? Oh, I live in the Southland and they mean Southern California. That's a good point. Do right, you remember no. when you learned that the Inland Empire actually refers to specific places? Because didn't you think that it was just sort of like the Southland? It is. Uh, no, it's it's specific. It's like, I no, I, f- I feel like I always knew that it referred to a real kind of like Southern California is a real like region. But it's not a town. No. No, but like Riverside, San Bernardino. Oh, no, it's I didn't know that. It's like the agricultural heart of California would okay. be the Inland Empires. Uh, like Fresno, Sacramento. Did you say Fresno? I don't think Fresno's in the Inland Empire. <laughs> okay. Screaming at their phone. <laughs> I know. So mad. So angry. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. I can't believe the show almost went on without me saying, see, Daniel. <laughs> and nobody knows who you're talking to. I know. Either of them. <laughs> All right, you guys. Some business to take care of at the top. Um, I am doing a giveaway on Instagram. One of my sponsors, Scentbird, uh, which does perfume. It's a perfume 
subscri- and cologne subscription service is giving away a free three month subscription. So I have posted about it on Instagram and I'm, people have to comment. If you, if you just go to, uh, my Instagram, which is Instagram.com slash Allison Rosen would get you there on a desktop. But just you know how Instagram works. I'm just Allison Rosen on there. (laughs) You might have to go back a few pictures. You will find a picture of me pointing my finger and looking so, so fucking excited about vials of perfume. They are exciting. but I And then you can swipe through and look at like many different takes of me doing my super excited face. And then you can read how to enter. Um... I've been debating how long to keep it going, but I decided to keep it going at least long enough keep for the people going. who are listening to this to enter. So go enter. It's super fun. I feel like I had more things at the top, and Did- yet I'm looking at my pad and I'm and just cross out giveaway. Well, we already <laughs> talked about geography for 20 minutes. That's, That's right. Check that off. Hot. That's right. Good. We did lemon icebox cake. Oh. Oh, the origin of Big Al. Yes. Which, by the way, I I did an internet search for Big Al in quotes and a kajillion things came up. So I think it's just... Did I come up? <laughs> you did <laughs> not. Of me. <laughs> you should me. You should be happy about that. But Al Capone apparently was Big Al. Oh, so maybe that cool. was the root of it. Big Al Bundy. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. What, yeah, there's a lot of Big Al. This might just be a separate topic and nothing to do with Al, but what about the dinosaur's dad? What was his name? <laughs> like, not the mama. I got that. Does anybody wasn't it, remember that? It wasn't Carl? Oh, the I think dinosaurs? it might be. And Dinosaurs was a sitcom of dinosaurs. I never I, saw this. I remember thinking it was funny, but never watching it. Yeah. Like I watched Feed it the baby. Times. That was like their big right. catchline. And not How the mama. I... A lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, not the mama. Yeah. yeah. That was a big one. Oh, Allison. Let's, oh, my you know God. What? Let's you, pause. I feel like I'm saw, in Canada or something. If you saw pictures that you, it would jog your memory. It's Henson, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Was it only on for one season or something? No, I, I think like it was three on for four. Three or four. A little bit. When would we think? A late 80s, late 80s. 90s? Yeah. Yeah. Late 80s. This was completely not on my radar at all. Really? It's so weird. It, but I, and, and I really enjoy television. So this is bizarre <laughs> to me. I wanted you to say dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. Well, I also love dinosaurs. When you were talking about the Tri-State, that made me wonder like, how many things in your life did you learn correctly or incorrectly from TV? Oh, like Saved so by the Bell many. taught me what a wino was. Remember when, he, <laughs> when on the Christmas episode or he calls her dad a wino? Right. I'm like, a wino? <laughs> Opened my door, and then I realized what happened to my dad because of that episode. Oh. <laughs> Wait, He's is the together. Christmas episode the one where that he meets that homeless girl? Yeah, that what we're talking about. I know that episode because I was on April Richardson's Go Bayside mm-hmm. podcast, where every episode they watch an episode of Saved by the Bell, and we did that episode. So, oh wow, I actually don't. I, a lot of people are were super into Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. My, Facts of Life is my Saved oh, by the Bell. Okay. Uh, but I know that episode pretty well. Yeah. They put on a little play in a mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty Called exciting. Winos, the musical? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So anyway, yeah, somehow I missed... Who was, some, was, was anyone famous in Dinosaurs? There was no uh, people. Did but I mean, voice did, did the voice of, of them? That's a great question. I bet you really great comics were on the writing staff or something. It I mean, literally was things. like... Dinosaur Roseanne. Yeah. yeah. I think it was inspired by like the Simpsons and Roseanne. It was yeah. kind of in that era where those shows were he was like, hot. Yeah, he wore flannel. The dad wore flannel. It was really and they cute. were puppets? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they were like, like, like around this. Like, there were people yeah. in the puppets. I can imagine it. It's, it's I can a very lot of much fun. imagine. Yeah, it was kind of honeymoon because he had like a Ralph Cramden. Uh, yeah. Like, and then he had yeah. his buddy who was like, I don't know, but I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Remember that guy? It was like the Flintstones except dinosaurs. Yeah. Instead of the Flintstones. Exactly. 
Um, oh, weird time. But was but his he, name? But it the was baby Carl. was a creepy looking like. Yeah, that was a pale, double baby. Yeah, looked like a quado. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, did you tune in mm. weekly to this show? No, I like I said, I only saw a couple episodes, but I always thought, oh, this is really funny. But it it just didn't wasn't a time of my life when I was <laughs> going to get into it. I don't know what I was watching at that point. I was probably like Not a senior mama. in high school. Not the mama. Whoa, you found Not it. The mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. You do that one more time and yeah. I'm going to throw Jackie you across Gleason. the room. Yeah. Not the mama. <laughs> Applause across he America. Again. He did it again. Oh, man, that baby. That is not what I expected. <laughs> I feel like I was in a coma or something. I really, completely. I really don't think I've ever seen this. What? What network was it on? ABC. ABC. Yeah. That is starting to bother me. Not the mother. Not the mother. It's a weird show. Yeah. Wasn't this around the time that there was that like animated Alf. mouse cops oh. show or the White House? The 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 wasn't that a Botchko show about like mice that. Sang and lived in the White House. Ooh, it's in there, but barely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I have yeah. derailed your podcast, well, and I apologize. <laughs> that it was is also quite a okay. Spitting image. Remember that from the like. Yes. What was that? Well, there was the video uh, "Land of Confusion." <laughs> oh, from Phil, Phil Collins. Collins mm-hmm. But they had a show. Yes. Every week mm-hmm. where they'd have like political. Oh. I, I remember it was watching like political it. fraggle rock. I remember watching yes. it and not getting a single joke. It looked like a dream you have when you're sick. They had a style. Yeah, yeah. They had it right, like a fever dream yes. of the Reagan White House. Yeah. Totally. And, and it was like weird, distorted caricatures. A lot of fun. Yeah, good good times, the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want you know I don't normally get political on this podcast but I just have to take a moment to get political for, for a second yep. because I am Reagan <laughs> yeah I miss him like haunted and tormented by what's happening in this country right now by the incarceration of migrant kids and just the sheer numbers of it and even if something even if the whole purpose of this weren't sinister Mm -hmm. although i believe it is i just Mm -hmm. don't know to what degree Mm -hmm. um there's just not enough oversight there's not enough people there's not enough transparency there's not like it, it just little just the most mundane fuck ups can could create just horrendous things happening to these kids right um and that's that that has me very concerned and then just overall the whole thing has me very concerned like i am i always think about um during the holocaust while all of that atrocity was happening there were also plenty of people who were tucking their kids into bed at night and just the juxtaposition of those things and like tonight when i was playing with elliot and we were um, he was refusing to take a bath. And so instead we were coloring <laughs> and he was like laying on his stomach coloring with crayons and we're sitting in the living room and it's just like toys everywhere. And, you know, my whole focus right now is him and he's like the center of our world and every little thing that he needs, we're on top of. And, and I feel like one of those families in Germany or elsewhere in Europe that's like tucking their kid into bed while atrocity is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel powerless and I don't know what to do. And I know that when Trump was being elected, people were like, well, how bad could it get? <laughs> and then 
to see how bad it has gotten. And then also, I'm sorry, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but just to like, the need to fight against going numb mm-hmm. is hard too. Because like, even I feel like I'm getting used to this situation. Mm. Um, I just don't, like, I feel like it's a crisis and I don't know what to do. And I, it feels like most people feel this way. There are people out there who are defending this decision who are like fine mm. with it. But I feel like the majority of people aren't. But like, but nothing's happening. So, um, there's, it's ramping up. I feel like the intensity is build the fire under this issue is, is starting to get bigger. So that feeling of helplessness, like, oh no, this will just be like anything else that happens during the Trump era where everyone's like out, outraged for a day and then it goes away. That's the fear to me. It's like, oh, you know, remember when we found out that someone hired a, um, a secret uh, spy ring to investigate members of the Obama White House in order to cry. Like, no one gives a shit about that, right? Like, it just goes away. But any other White House, it would be the biggest thing. But this, um, I, I may look it up and try to get it by the end of the episode. There are some uh, f- places you can donate money, some legal groups on mm-hmm. the ground that are that are um, raising money to help people post bail so they can get their kids and they're working with these people. I think those are good resources because they're actually they're doing things um i think hillary clinton may have post posted a link to one of these mm-hmm, yeah um and then there's gonna be a huge rally uh in a couple days i think yeah um so there's gonna be a lot of marches around so i think that like this seems and then there's that audio today which is gonna make things go crying even, kids even and then one of the the border i don't know was it I don't like know. One of the officials, of yeah, making fun of, no. making a joke about it. I haven't heard that yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, make it. He goes okay. like, "We have an orchestra here. We just need a conductor." Yeah, and these kids it. are like kids yelling, wailing. crying. It's awful. Yeah. yeah, I think that like one thing for people to remember, you know, when you're like, "Oh, it's Father's Day. I don't want to like bring this up today with my parents," or your or whatever day it is, like, I don't want to like get into this with my family members who supported Trump by saying, "Hey, can we just agree this is wrong?" Is to remember that. We look back on the Vietnam era romantically mm-hmm. right now because we see how it ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for people of our parents' generation who fought against that, it wasn't comfortable then. And they brought it up and kept mm-hmm. bringing it up and kept saying this is wrong and kept marching and kept protesting with a lot of people. And we didn't get out of Vietnam because a whole bunch of 19-year-old kids said less. Not- we got out of Vietnam when those 19-year-old kids finally got the Korean and veteran and, and World War II veterans to go, wait a sec. Right. And so it was like it was that struggle of like staying outraged and bringing it up when it's not uncomfortable yeah. and just asking decently like, hey, dad, is our is your son and my brother better who came back from Vietnam? And yeah. having that like awkward conversation and i think like keeping and doing those just being like look i don't care who you voted for i don't care that you're gonna go you would never go back and vote for hillary can we just say this isn't okay can we just like get on this thing together i i I, go ahead oh well i i i would like to hope that um simply like recognizing this and saying like we can all agree like you say this is bad um i think what causes me to feel despair is when i I kind of have this feeling like that is the consensus that everybody who doesn't like Trump has. But if you've gotten this far with Trump, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, when you tune into Fox news and you hear them saying the things that they're saying, which is like, no, the kids are being taken care of and Hey, they broke the law. And this is what happens to people who break the law, even though gang members bringing kids over, Yeah, even though they're not breaking the law, they're applying for asylum and they're getting, you know, like even though those details are getting lost or, 
the president is lying about them, that's what they're believing. And so I've just gotten to the point where, look, I'm going to post shit on Facebook. And if you want a picture of Elliot, my 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 son, you're going to have to suffer through about 10 articles <laughs> about this shit, yeah. Yeah. you know, or or you don't get any pictures because you have to hide me. Like, it, that's the deal. But I don't actually think I'm convincing anybody. No, but I think you can ask, like, I have family members who voted for Trump. And you, you could ask them, be like, you know, uh, overwhelmingly the LGBTQ community voted for Obama and they still asked him when they felt he wasn't doing enough for them to be like, we would always vote for you. We voted for you twice. However, this isn't what you're doing right now isn't okay. And I would encourage people to say, I think Trump is right for our country, but I don't like what's happening with kids. So I'm going to ask him to change this there's yeah. n- you are not giving up your trump support if that's so important to you but you have a right to go you're my guy and since you're my guy can you please stop something i don't like like that's okay to ask and i, I that's what i just encourage people right. like, i'm not asking you to go wear a hillary that's pen. a good point i'm just saying you have a right to say if i don't like this i still like him and he's my guy i can't even whatever but and also i would right. say if if your jam is, I want to get tough on immigration, I want to settle an immigration problem, I want to get tough on it, zero tolerance, get tough. Okay. Sure. Being cruel and being tough are not the same thing. Right. Yeah. So you can get tough on the policy, you can get tough on the problems, but being cruel to children as a solution to it is not a good idea. We don't do and that. It's I like think that's, there's... Dude, we don't punish... There's, well, that's the question. It's like... No, is this what you want to be? You don't. You don't it's torture children in order to send a message to the parents. It's not what we do. There's right. such you know? a heartlessness, though, and there's this sense that like they don't look like us, they don't mm-hmm. feel the same way as us, they are I, not us, and that is what leads to atrocity on a hu- I, huge level. Well, I think so, but I also think there's definitely the othering of them, but it's also the criminalizing of it. This sense yeah. that they're all criminals. This is what happens to criminals. Hey, you know, if you get busted for uh, burglarizing a 7-Eleven, you're going to be ripped away from your, your children. And it's and it's that sense of that being a criminal act, which is right. like kind of part of the misinformation that is very frustrating. But I, I think that it's, I think it's a good point. Like, look, and, and, and to be fair, a lot of religious groups are turning. I think this it may be one of those issues where a lot of Trump voters aren't happy with this, and y- right. you know, you get the sense that things may change really quickly here. But uh, it's just gross that we've gotten to this point. The historical parallels, though, are just so disturbing to mm-hmm. me. And if people don't see it that, and maybe I'm extreme, but if people don't like, I don't understand how you cannot be feeling scared it's the same in that thing. way. It just hasn't like, gotten as far as that right, yet. Right, exactly. But the final solution, that wasn't how it started. It didn't start with like, let's kill all the Jews. It started with like, we're just gonna, we're just we just want them to be over here. Right. We want you to people. Yeah. yeah, we want you to register, and then yeah. oh, now we want you to live over here. They're and being now we're treated gonna... fine. They yeah. have they have their own clothes. You know, it didn't. Yeah. It it started. It, it didn't. It didn't start out as like we're going to kill a bunch of people. One of the weird things is that 
um, they're showing pictures and video, and they're only showing boys, yeah, but they yeah. haven't shown any of the girls and the toddlers or the, or, or the ba- like young young babies. Yeah, and it's like what I've it's, seen. Like, there's one picture I saw oh, of a little yeah. girl, and that could just be circumstance, but it's weird. And the people who say to you, be like, "Oh, I don't think this is going to go to the tenth step of the final solution." My response is, "Why go to the first three? Right? Yeah. Why are we even <laughs> at step one? Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't be here. We should have never entered." But also, like, if you don't raise hell at step one, then that's how you. And get to step three and four. Right. And that's, that's the other thing to remember of. about the Vietnam protests. Like, Northwestern didn't have a graduation in 1968. Their school was in chaos because right. those students were like, we're done with this. Right. Yeah. And so, it's in order to affect change, you have to be willing to change what you're doing. The problem it. is, though, with Vietnam, that was affecting them because they were afraid that either they were going to go to war right. or their friends right. or whatever. That's but true. in this case, you know, what's diabolical about it is... All, no one who votes, or very few people, right. you know, in the in this the larger sense of things, percentage wise, are affected by this. And, right, and so there's you, that distance. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. it's their problem. Right, and I would say also wherever you are on the political spectrum, okay, I'm I'm not going to argue any of that. But it's like agreed, we could do better. Mm-hmm. We could do better than this, but we should do better. We we're America. Like, isn't that our thing? Right. Yeah. That's I our jam. This. Is that we do better? Right. Remember. Some of you won't remember. Daniel might remember, and Jeff might remember. When oh, I had, here we go with the ages again. <laughs> other, other Daniel. Okay. The okay. I had this whole flight of fancy where I was considering this is going to be a weird uh, subject change real fast. I was considering cutting my hair, and then I was like, "But what if I'm so good at it that then all of my friends ask me to cut their hair, and then I don't have time for the other things in my life?" And like, oh, I just I don't even know. And then it turned out that I was terrible at cutting my own hair, so it wasn't a problem. I had like a whole flight of fancy. That's how the I was with dating, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you're so good at dating that all you do is date? Yeah, then I won't have time for anything else. Right. <laughs> so I was feeling really. I've just been feeling like. Th- very somber regarding this whole issue and and fired up. And I was like, maybe I'll become an activist. Like, I feel like I should just go to one of these detention centers, bring my flip camera, even though they don't make those anymore. (laughs) And like, I don't know, like, I just want to like, in the same way that I want to go to Puerto Rico, but I'm not Bethany Frankel. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Um, I'm like, I just want to go there and like, see what I can do. And then like real fast, I had all these images of like, what if I get arrested? What if I get tear gassed? Like, maybe that's my legacy. Maybe that's who I am. (laughs) Maybe I'm going to be Norma Ray of this (laughs) issue, even though I don't know exactly what she did, but it feels like a good reference. And then very quickly, I imagine going there and I imagine someone being like, miss, you can't go there. Me being like, oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) Walking away. I don't think... But I want to be that first person. Yeah, you want to take the marches and the rallies to that place. Yes. Like if all of us who are doing that, I, I don't know how we do it, but well, just there's going to be outnumber them. I, there are going to be marches and rallies to those places. And I think as long as people keep talking about it, you know, we just got to keep the, the heat up. That's all. And now we have an email from a listener. <laughs> do we have any sort of thing to play before an email from a listener? Does this qualifies a question from a fan is there a question mark at the end of any sentence <laughs> we can pretend there is all right when we ask they send them in they're wondering how you have been so thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans don't let me forget though that i have something important to say about pudding and tapioca <laughs> it doesn't come up on this show that's okay we can do it from on another show okay this can't comes from chris a couple of thursdays ago you were quote unquote fighting about laundry and losing underwear in daniel's pants 
Daniel, other Daniel. Yep, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> From my own experience, about two years ago, I was getting dressed one morning, and when I pulled on my pants, a pair of my wife's underwear came out on my right foot. We both laughed about it, and she mentioned that I was lucky it happened at home rather than somewhere else. Fast forward a few hours to me standing in the checkout line at the grocery store. <laughs> I glanced down to see yet another pair of panties hanging out of my left pant leg. I pretended to tie my shoe while pulling out the underwear and stuffing them in a pocket. Pretty sure I didn't totally pull it off. The lady behind me gave me funny looks for the next few minutes. Lesson learned. I carefully check my pants every day before I put them on, but I've never found any surprises since. See, Daniel? <laughs> See, Daniel? In that, in that case, you have to acknowledge it, I think, and say, yeah, my wife, uh, laundry... <laughs> Because otherwise, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. But see, do you remember, do you know why this is coming up? Because we were talking about how we have a separation of laundry in this house. Yeah. And I was saying, because I'm afraid all... So, of- so wait, this is... this is uh, Proof that we're doing it right, that I'm doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cautionary tale right there. Oh, okay. come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm forever doomed to doing my own laundry now, because thank you, listener. Because <laughs> I'm worried that his clothing will eat mine. Yeah, you never find it again. That's right, because that happens so frequently that like, are there, st- there are socks of mine and probably underwear of mine yeah. trapped in, like, <laughs> there's just piles of his laundry and there might be an, just an true. errant sock. And also, if I put Elliot's stuff in there, those are tiny socks. We'll never see them Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Where do you think they're going? They're, they're trapped inside <laughs> they're Daniel's laundry. <laughs> Yeah, like le- legs of pants or something. To let <laughs> pants know. off the hook, fitted sheets are also yes. culprit. You can lose yeah, so listen, much. Yeah, an entire wardrobe in that. Oh, you know what? Do you ever be walking around? You'll just see a baby sock laying there. Yes, and you <laughs> I, always wonder. Yeah, I always just thought a kid is riding around and pulls a sock off and throws it. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, how does a parent not see that? But maybe this is an errant <laughs> sock out. that is stuck up somebody's pant leg. They're yeah. walking down the street. Comes out. Yeah. Now we know. Oh. See, you could leave one of Elliot's socks just on the street one day, and you wouldn't even know because it was stuck inside your clothes. No, I'm pretty good about making sure there aren't other clothes in my clothes. <laughs> I feel your so. pants don't catch anything. No, the, the difference is Daniel always has a mountain of laundry to do, mm. whereas I, I do mine what? pretty I regularly. I wouldn't have a mountain of laundry if you folded my laundry. <laughs> so there, problem solved. Or if you guys combined them, but then you'd have the sock That's the what sock I conundrum. was saying. One day, Elliot's babysitter folded Daniel's laundry, probably because she was tired of seeing it sure. for days on end, uh-huh. and he might leave me for her. Uh, seriously. <laughs> he was, I've never seen him so... He was like she folded It was like the notebook. Laundry. I pulled out <laughs> yeah. pulled out a journal. I started journaling. <laughs> he was so happy. It is nice. When I was in New York, I did a fluff and fold. Oh. Oh mm. yeah. Like it was my goddamn birthday. <laughs> Just oh so yeah. Oh nice. So you uh you take in your laundry. Mm-hmm. Magic happens. And then it's all folded and saran wrapped so it's easier to carry home. Yeah, and it smells like they always use some crazy detergent it so, so it smells yeah. like Super scented. It makes it feel like it's what really does this clean. Run? It's the same it's, price yeah. as a laundromat. That's well, why the crazy is no one. Thing. Why Thank isn't you. this in every? It's not it's a New York thing. Yeah. You no, there are places you can you can get them here. Yeah, yeah. most most invest in yourself. <laughs> I might. I'm gonna take. I, I would. I didn't even know about this. I I probably will too. My oh. old roommate worked in film production, and when he was on a crazy production, he would do fluff and fold. And I didn't know they had it out here. And he said, 
dude, you got to do it. It's amazing. You feel like a king. And I was like, wow, that's got to cost $50 yeah. a load. He says, no, it's $8 a load. Shut or something. Like, it's, up. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not expensive. It's just, the, it's just the hassle of taking it there and, and picking it up. But we're always no, but going I, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> might pick up and deliver, though. That's Stop. why I'm more expensive. In LA, there's probably a place that picks up and delivers. <laughs> Honestly, if they did that, uh, I'll, just, I'll just take it out of your, I don't know, your Netflix budget or something. <laughs> Honestly, like, if that is really happening, I they can keep doing whatever you want to those kids. Like, that... <laughs> If Honestly, li- I'm living in that world because <laughs> you know what? You don't have to hear them Mm-mm. or see them. No. They're in a Walmart somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and everything's yeah. folded perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's all. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's like they Let's put your you. clothing in some kind of compressor or something because you bring in a pile and it comes back yeah, like, like the size your of clothes. Yeah. It comes back. It's like all your clothes are the size of a packet of index cards. They probably have like a subscription service that I should be sponsoring do. this show. Oh, yes. yes. And then Daniel Let's could give personal experience. Get God promo listen. code? It's brilliant. Someone let him know. It's laundry uh, with no vowels. Just, just enter. Just enter. Socks <laughs> in the pants. L-N-D-R-Y. at <laughs> Um, but speaking of someone who is sponsoring this show, and if you do this, then you would be producing more laundry and you'd be feeling good about it because you'd be sweating and feeling good. Beachbody. Mm. Beachbody on demand. So you guys are probably familiar with Beachbody. Beachbody is the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, etc. Uh, I used to do, well, a couple times I did P90X. Used mm-hmm. to do is generous. I did it a couple times. <laughs> I love it. Daniel it's, has it. I, I don't want to jump workout. in on your spot. Yeah. But. Oh, no, you can. Yeah. Uh, Daniel has it. It's a legitimate... It's really, good, really great workout. Especially that yeah. one on where they're like, a lot of, lot, of, lot of workouts would be done right now. Not us. And I'd be like, you're right. I would <laughs> be done right <laughs> now. Absolutely. <laughs> it is great. It's a great workout. It's a great mm-hmm. workout. But back in the day, you had to tote around a whole mm-hmm. bunch of DVDs and yeah. a DVD player. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no more. Yeah. Now, it is a super convenient streaming service that works on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. I've got it on my phone right now. Look, Look at, at that. that. I have the app on my phone. Look if I'm on the road that. or I'm in a hotel. That's what stuff. I'm saying. Do a little beach body. Yeah. I love it. Ow. No but more having to The hop. insanity is a pretty crazy workout. Yeah. It's insane. Get motivated by <laughs> celebrity super trainers you know, like Sean T., Shalene Johnson, Tony Horton, and Autumn Calabrese. Autumn Calabrese leads active maternity, which I did when I was pregnant. And I've said it before, and I will say it again. It is hard. <laughs> it is very, very hard. I think I did it during my second trimester. They have different workouts based on what trimester you're at. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's such a good workout and hard. Hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts. I just recently from Jackie Johnson learned about Country Heat, which is a super mm. fun mm-hmm. dance-based workout that's short. They have it's like 20 to 30 minutes. Uh join over 1 million people currently on Beachbody on demand. I really want you guys to try this service because it'll change the way you work out. Right now, my listeners can get a free trial membership when you text Allison to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform for free, all the workouts, the nutrition information and support, totally free. Again, just text Allison to 303030. Again, that's Allison to 303030. Okay, let's dive into my important snack chat thing I was thinking about. Have you noticed that restaurants never serve pudding? 
or tapioca. I feel like pudding and tapioca has been relegated to like children's lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Stuff that your mom makes you when you're sick. Not anymore. I feel like she, that's a thing you used to be able to get at Coco's or something like in that little glass case. You oh, yeah. see it under right. Oh, in yeah. Little, little pudding had a heyday yeah. from like the 50s to 70s. Right. Yeah. Right. They also would put it in a salad bar at Wendy's. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which oh, was yeah. great. Huh. Right next to the Jello. Yeah. And then people would yeah. mock, who's using this? As I ladled it in. <laughs> I would you connected three straws. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think like at a hospital or cafeteria, you could probably get some. But what I'm surprised there hasn't been some sort of like artisanal pudding resurgence. Good LA thing, doesn't it seem like? Yeah, yeah. The guy that owns LNDRY.com just bought (laughs) PDDNG.com. Yeah. But you're right. It, it may be coming because cupcakes were here for a while. We had cronuts for a while. Mm-hmm. We're going to run out. We got to get to pudding. Right. I mean, there's frozen custard, but it's not the same. Mm-mm. No, people mm. like pudding. They do, don't I think, they? I think people like pudding better than jello. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No? Who, who yeah. wants jello? Depends on if you're sick. Are, are they jello jigglers? Then What's it's a, a jello jiggler? It's a little bit more gelatin and they wiggle. Well, fair enough. So you can pick them through, you, you know. Do they still make those? Finger food. That's a great question. Like the dinosaur shape? Yeah. Oh, I You get that. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it comes back. Yeah, Jello Jigglers were fun. Mm-hmm. Other kids had those. I never had them. Oh, we would do the why. pudding that was like chocolate, vanilla chocolate. Ooh. And then I would, as scientifically as I could, <laughs> just do the chocolate layer, then mm-hmm. just do mm-hmm. the vanilla layer. They have a really good chocolate pudding at Trader Joe's. Really? Yeah. yeah it's really good. It's Lemon like it's like that. in the dairy section. It's a big old tub of it. I think. The, I well, forgive me. Yes, I yeah. agree with you. To finish your story, and then I'll tell you my embarrassment. No, story. I'm done. Okay, I, I may have said this already, but I uh, accidentally took a, a large spoon to work because <laughs> I, I was eating that pudding, and then oh, yeah. I guess I was just like, I, I'll probably want more later, and I put it in my back pocket, and then <laughs> oh, no. just showed up at work with a pudding spoon in my pocket. <laughs> I you do love separate that your story. Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like pudding is sort of seen as um, sad food. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not what I was going to say, but it's I hospital. think that's right. Well, it's like if you, it's like it, it's it's a what am well I trying to cream. say? It's like a down tempo is the word that's coming to mind, but that's not what I'm trying to say. It's, you, it's like something someone feeds you because you can't do it. <laughs> yes. That's what it, it's a very like here. There's pudding. It's pudding. <laughs> right. You want pudding? Right. Blink right. if it's you want for, pudding. <laughs> <laughs> it's for enfeebled. It's enfeebled people enjoy pudding, and yeah. also me. Well, yeah. I most so there's a sugar free tapioca made by Cozy Shack mm. that I'm super into. Um. And that's what got me thinking about this. I feel like tapioca is a little different, though, because it's got a special thing going on, which are those little tapioca balls. But just straight pudding. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to eat vanilla or chocolate pudding, I might as well eat ice cream. It's better, you know? Mm. And you're Very still controversial. eating a bunch of uh, calories. Might as well go. But you can't get an ice cream headache from pudding. You can you just shovel it in. I've conquered the ice cream headache <laughs> problem. <laughs> what so, do you do? How? I don't get them. <laughs> Good for you, man. I I, I really one Daniel to another respect. Thanks. That's that's my technique. Uh, I I think the my theory is that you get them from breathing in. It's the air and it freezes that top of your mm-hmm. your mouth. And so if as long as you don't breathe in when you have the ice cream in your mouth oh. or the freezy or whatever, really, get, yeah. I thought you came at it with a clothespin on your nose and like listen, it's a brilliant mm-hmm. technique. No, no. I just thought it was like a walk on fire thing, like just zen, put it out of your mind. <laughs> no. So yeah, lack of intelligence. Question: hmm. uh, Pudding's a dairy. Ooh, uh, yes, uh, yeah. I think I they probably think. there's probably some kind of vegan pudding. 
has to be right. I'm sure there is. And it's made like out of really chia. high in sugar. But the question is, right. does pudding yeah. have gelatin in it? Like, what is the? I have no I, no idea. Yeah, what gives you could tell me almost anything <laughs> in pudding or not? Be like, I, it feels like it. Yeah, there probably. is egg, egg in it. Yes. Yeah. That'd be like a custard. Like if you're making ice cream, you're making a custard, and that's like uh, heavy cream, egg, um, you know, uh, sugar, and like whole milk. And there's got to be like somebody's done like a deep dive into this. Like if we're gonna open up like pudding on La Brea. Then, or putting on the Ritz. Oh, we, yes. Uh, We're yes. not going to do better than that. Uh, there go has on to be Shark like Tank with that. Coconut yeah. lemon pudding. Like, we could oh, go I'm sure. crazy, oh, right? I'm sure there's books yeah. about strawberry pudding. Quick puddings. Doesn't it seem like there should be something there called a quick should, pudding? Yeah, and there yes. might be. Yes, all these things. You yeah. have savory so, puddings. Pudding oh, on the Ritz? Why not? Yeah. That would just be yeah. like ranch dressing. Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> and gravy. Don't tell them it's just ranch. It's fine. They'll never know. It's our it's biggest. It's ranch. our biggest cost leader. Right? Yeah. So just a quick search for a pudding recipe: sugar, cornstarch, corn salt, mm. milk, and vanilla extract. Mm. Interesting. Oh, okay. It's just that simple. All right. right. What's the difference between pudding and mousse? I like mousse better. I know that. But mousse I, is whipped, but that's not really the answer you're yeah. looking for. That's okay. exactly well, what I thought too. I'm like, <laughs> It's I don't know. Whipped. They whip it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe it doesn't have. It's possible because you know how Eggs. they have that cream cheese and now it's whipped. Yeah. Whip up the cream cheese. Maybe it's just a different whipping process. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Let's see if we can figure it out. Okay. No, I think the whipping, the getting the air into it is key, I think. Maybe. It would be kind of fun to have a pudding party and like it everybody would. has to bring. And you could have like a, like an online list. Like once you've chosen a flavor, somebody else can't choose yeah. that one. And you can oh. just put a spoon in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. BYOS. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it where they're all the same color and you have to just figure out what flavor it is. Ooh, that'd be fun mm. too. We know how to have fun. <laughs> Let's have a pudding party. <laughs> We're doing it. Do you really, so I uh, am not a big consumer of internet videos. However, when I first started dating Daniel, you turned me on to some various internet videos. And mm-hmm. do you remember the pizza party one with Mary Kate and Ashley? Oh my God, that is a great video. I haven't thought of it in a while. That was what viral, I think. That's when I widely. say internet videos, I mean in vi- sure. viral videos. There was a, um, I want to say the guy's name is like Wolf Gore or something like that. And he was making these videos where he'd take Mary Kate and Ashley. He also did uh, Paula Dean, and he would slow them down and. <laughs> make them really trippy. <laughs> and there is a scene from a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, and it is riveting. I should find it and post it. Yeah, where they're like... And he would just manipulate the audio. And- yeah, kind of. It's kind of like what Vic Berger does a little bit, where it's like he's playing around and zooming in on things. And, yeah. And they're like, pizza party, pizza party. It's <laughs> really surreal. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. Wasn't uh, there all, did and then there was one of that cutie um, patootie. Yeah, there was one of uh, of uh, what was that girl's name had the show Rosie O'Donnell. No, the, the <laughs> little the little beauty. Queen. No, I'm pretty sure it was Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, not Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Oh, I think it was Honey Boo Boo, or maybe it was like the star one of those girls. Sure, and she was doing uh, a song called Cutie Patootie. <laughs> But it was like slowed way down, so it was like, "Cause I'm cute, cutie patootie." Oh yeah, Uh-oh. this is it. It's already bomb. Okay, yeah. guys, we've cleaned out the refrigerator. This is the trailer for Heredity. I think we're just about ready to build the perfect pizza. Give me pizza. P i c c a. 
This is bad for people. Yeah. Hey, are you ready to play? Get contact high from they're all little girls yeah. Someday this will be my wedding song <laughs> <laughs> Someone will go down the aisle Here's a little sauce to make it hot Here's a lot of ice cream Can you find the cutie patootie one? Toss the fish why is that so funny? It just is. <laughs> it bothers it me. It just yeah. is. Do you, do you remember the one with the guy in the white suit trying to buy the car and he just kept going, would you look at that? <laughs> look at it. You guys remember him? Look at it. Would you look at it? I mean, look at it. And he's, he's in this all white suit and there's a guy trying to sell like an old Buick and he's, they're filming him from like across the street and he's like, I mean, look at it. Would you just look at it? Here, can't even look at it. And the guy's like, yeah, I mean, if, oh, you know, everything's still well. Look at it. And he just keeps saying that over. Oh my God. It's fascinating. <laughs> um, probably my all time favorite. Oh, is this it? Is this cute? This is cute, yeah. Cutie. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's funny. That sounds funny. <laughs> there are people, if you were like, yeah, this was discharted number six in 1988, they'd be like, I believe it. <laughs> Somebody, when he got done, he or she got done with this, they were like, perfect. Great. I nailed we it. it. We nailed I it. did it. This, well, this, is, this is a visual, and it's a little, like, like beauty Jean-Denay queen girl doing it. Just, I love the name of the video, too. What is it? Uh, Drunken Slurring Dwarf Sings Cutie Patootie. <laughs> okay. It's accurate. Sounds accurate. Okay. All right. I have one more to dogpile. Okay. I'll see if I can find it. It's. A Dolly Parton song that somebody slowed down. I just... Jolene. Oh. I just oh, tweeted I out last it. week, whenever I feel down, I just think of the Dolly Parton drunk history. Did you guys ever see that? No. One? It, Casey Wilson is Dolly. Rich Fulcher is her manager. Like name, I can't remember his name, but it, it's perfect. It, oh, I got to It just gives it. me like... It makes me smile. It actually gives me hope. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful. That's what I need right now. You watch the Dolly it. Parton Drunk History. Okay. I swear to God, you will love it. Who was telling the story? I don't remember. Okay, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Dolly's all that counts. <laughs> this is actually a good beat. Yeah. Right. It's a good Which song. Which sounds like a Beck song, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jolene... Jolene, Jolene, this is just Jolene. a national. Yeah. <laughs> I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Yeah, it just sounds like a cover. Yeah, I yeah, like it's it. It's like a Chris Christopherson cover of Jolene. <laughs> I don't know Jolene, what you would have to do to Jolene to make it bad or right. even funny. You're just like, man, it's a great song. I can't wait till everyone song. listening to this and you guys watch Dolly Parton's episode of Drunk History. <gasps> it just makes my heart warm. <laughs> you guys. Justfab.com is changing the way women shop. I'm all about having great style without spending a fortune. With Just Fab, you get access to the fashion you want at a value you'll love. Millions of women say Just Fab is their go-to site to see what's new and trending in shoes, clothing, accessories, even swimwear. So the website they have, it's it's I would say like they lead with their shoes, but then they also have tons of everything else. Um, and everything is really on trend. Uh, and it's not that expensive. And 
You know I love style quizzes. There's a style quiz right when you get there. When you first visit JustFab.com, you take a style quiz. After that, you'll get a personalized shopping experience with your favorite styles rising right to the top. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP. Spoiler, becoming a VIP is by far the best way to shop with 30% off retail prices and access to tons of other exclusive sales and perks. I signed up as a VIP, which made it so easy and so much fun to shop. I just log in each month to check out all the fabulous new styles if I decide to shop, I'm charged $39.95. That's a credit I can use for anything on the site and it never expires. If not, I just skip the month and pay nothing. And also, if you're super into boots, which I am, they have tons <laughs> of different boots. They have chunky heels Ooh. and they have not chunky heels. <laughs> they have toeless. Now I'm just making stuff up, but I know that I was because, because I'm like chunky heels done. That's all you that, need for me. Yeah. Imagine your favorite store was offering you a discount on all merchandise for life and all you had to do is check out what was new each month with absolutely no pressure to buy. That's the value of just fab VIP membership. I love being a VIP and you will too. So don't wait. If you go to justfab.com slash Allison now and sign up as a VIP, you'll get 50% off your entire order. You heard that right. Just visit justfab.com slash Allison to get half off everything on the site. Justfab.com slash Allison. Justfab.com slash Allison. All right. I feel like we've watched the entire internet now. Yeah, we did mm-hmm. it all. We, we missed talked Honey about Badger. Pudding. We've watched the entire internet. Oh, I have a podcast to tell you about. It's Ray Oldhoffer's podcast, Do Tell Ray. Ray Oldhoffer. Ah! Ray Oldhoffer. Yes. Home improvement expert and guy who's helping us with our, like some stuff around our new home. He really knows his stuff. Yeah. Housewise. He, he, he does. He's, uh, he's actually super great. I'm really glad. I mean, he has him. been so far. We've only just started, so who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's a podcast about? Uh, it's it's a home improvement podcast, but it's also a conversation. Ooh. So they take questions, and then they do interviews, and it's Ray and two of his friends. And like, whether you're interested in home improvement or not, I think you'd be interested in checking out the podcast. And they have the one and only Bill Pullman on. Ooh. Yeah, because Ray is friends with him. Oh, wow. And sold him a building. Jeff, did you know that Ray had a building? At yes, one point, yes, I never knew this. So Ray used to work with Adam Carolla, longtime friend of Adam's, and they used to do a home improvement podcast together. Um, and now they don't anymore. And so then Ray went off on his own. Uh, he's also been on my podcast, and you can hear more about the him going off on his ownness of it all on that episode. <laughs> um, but so yeah, now he started his own podcast called Do Tell Ray. What is the deal with the building that he owned? Because Adam used to ride him all the time about how he doesn't own property. So I was surprised to find out that he owned a building. Well, I guess in Adam's mind, if you don't own a primary residence property, Mm. you're a total loser. But Ray owning a building. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm overstating the obvious. But yeah, Ray did own this. I think it was a commercial building. Gotcha. So so Bill Pullman ended up buying it. Oh, really? Yeah, there's more to this. I was listening to it while also taking care of Elliot and mm-hmm. I had and Elliot's obsessed with my phone. So I put it on my phone and then I had to hide my phone like under a stack of magazines. <laughs> sure. yeah. And sure. then Elliot would run out of the room and then I would run with him and then I'd come back. So I wasn't able mm-hmm. to hear it like in one shot. Um, so I think there's more detail about that. But then they were talking about going to Home Depot together. And Bill Pullman is a fascinating guy. So he mm-hmm. was on, uh, the podcast comes out on Fridays. He was on last Friday, and then he, there's part two with him. Nice. And you can Try get that at Do Tell Ray or wherever uh, you get podcasts, dotellray.com. I love um, Ray. I love Ray Oldhoffer. He's the he's greatest. He's great. He's great. And he is genuinely one of the most interesting people I've ever met. 
He's so interesting. He's so smart, too. He's like a mad genius. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, like, from listening to Corolla's show back in the day, you get the sense that, like, oh, my God, Ray is a terrifying figure. <laughs> you know? And then you meet him, and he's just a sweet guy. He's really nice and, and uh, like, awesome to us. Although so, I, I don't know. Late, like, I, maybe I was, it was the expectation of it all, but... I was late to meet him one day, Uh-oh. and he is not done writing me about not being on time yet. Like I we I had we met him this weekend yeah. and we got there half an hour early because I'm like, we can't be late. We can't be late. It's like, so like the day before I was already right. worried about being late. Well I think he's the type of guy who's who's not afraid to set boundaries or let you know like what his expectations are. And right, so I that's, admire that. Yeah, like a lot of people will be overly polite and he's not rude about it. He's just frank about it. And and um I think that that's hard for some people to <laughs> take, perhaps. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that I prefer honesty and I prefer frankness. As to long like as they're not weird. setting boundaries. <laughs> you think I'm not okay with setting boundaries? No, no. You're not okay with other people setting boundaries against you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe you're right. I think I just take them very personally. Yeah. Is it that you take the boundary personally or is it because of the intent? That's what I always have a problem with when people are like, yeah, you don't respect my time. That's why you're late. I'm like, no, I die. It's because I was, no. I, can I, may I? I think, I think it probably feels like you're being um, reprimanded. reprimanded. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also See, that, Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I think if someone sets a boundary, I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm not, I think I'm, I take it really hard when the boundary involves letting me know that something I did wasn't okay. There you go. Because then I feel like, oh God, I fucked up. Oh, uh, and then I like, but that's my own problem. Like that shouldn't be on the other person. That's my own thing to work through. But that I tend to yeah. do really hard. Like I don't something... think Ray, I don't think Ray did anything wrong. I just no, think I'm not, that... No, I want to make it clear that I'm not saying he did. If anything, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Ray and I are on the outs. Right. And he's not going to bend on it. <laughs> he <laughs> won't. Standard. We're yeah. both waiting. That's right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, t- it's weird, you know, since having a kid, and maybe it's not so weird, but uh, I never thought of myself as somebody who was late habitually. You know, you. I feel well, like... I did. <laughs> I feel like I was always pretty good, especially like in LA when traffic's a nightmare of like measuring how much time I needed and getting to places on time. But boy, since having Elliot, I don't think I've been within 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. I'm, I, we're always I mean, fucking it, late it, every, oh, all the time. It adds however much, like whatever time you think, okay, we're going to leave the house at this time, add 40 minutes to it because something with a kid will come up and yeah. it just, you leave so much it's later than you think. It's so hard to yeah. know how much time you need. I don't know. You'd either have to get there an hour early or be 15 minutes late. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what we did is we were like, well, we don't want to be late for race. So we were just 45 minutes early. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Hitting something on the dot is always hard. Yeah. 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 So um, speaking of podcasts, you have a new podcast coming out. I do. I do. People call you that. I'm calling you that. Yeah. No. Yeah. They totally do. Great. Um, I do. It. uh, Rory Scovel and I have a podcast coming out. Rory Scovel. Yeah. He's the greatest. uh, have a podcast coming out called Pen Pals with Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel, and it'll be over on Starburns Audio and anywhere that you get your podcasts. The idea is is that um, anybody, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, which would obviously be a DM, email us all the same at the Pen Pals Pod. Um, 
or you can snail mail us. We have an address for that too. And all that stuff is available at the pen pals pod. You send us a letter about anything. It's not like an advice show. You could just be like, I got a dog and this is how it's going. It doesn't, whatever. Um, and then we read your let our correspondence is an audio message back, and we always say it's your podcast. We just talk about it. That's awesome. Have yeah. you been getting good stuff so far? Yes, and it runs the gambit, and which is what we've said from the beginning. I say this. I have another podcast that I do called Hindsight, where I have comics come on, bring three photos from any chapter of their life, and just talk about the context of their Renee life. Renee was on. Yes, so good. Renee was on. I'm sitting with the two best interviewers I know right now. You <laughs> both are so good. Oh. Have you? Wait, you wait. did not narrow it down. There's four people at the table. I will not respond to that comment. Uh, wait, wait, has Allison been on it yet? No, you have not. Oh, I would yeah, love to have no. you on. Well, um, let's do it. I always say to people, uh, we're talking about life, so it can go anywhere. Because of who I have on, it's inherently funny. We're always like a 45 seconds that. to a minute away from a joke. <laughs> um, no, we got real in, in Renee's episode as well. But yeah, uh, I learned a lot about Renee from that episode. But yeah. like, um, in, the same thing goes for Pen Pals with Rory, is that we've had... Uh, the 20th will be the first day that a teaser episode will drop and then another one on the 27th and the 4th and then episodes in earnest will start on the 11th of July. But uh, we've had so far questions of people saying, do you guys believe in free will? And we just talk about them, what they have to say about that. To a guy who, did you know that there was a, a, like a series of robberies in the late 80s, early 90s in LA where they would tunnel under a bank? Whoa. No. And, no, they they got so much money. They only got a frat. They could have gotten like tens of millions of dollars. They got, I think, two or three million, and they never caught anyone who did this. They wow. had no clue whoever did it. I think it was called like the tunnel bank robbery. It was a very <laughs> lame thing. And so we did a letter about that. And then we've also had people who wrote in and said, you know. I'm going through like a really hard time in my life and my therapist says because I'm suicidal like I should oh be God. I should go away right now but my uh, girlfriend leaves at the end of summer and I don't want to lose 30 days with her and we obviously give every caveat of saying we are not experts <laughs> right. in any way right. uh and 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 try to like provide here's a resource for somebody you go to but we'll also say like here's what we think but don't don't live off what we right. say but you wrote us a letter and so we kind of go anywhere that the letters go and we each read one each week kind of like a my favorite murder recipe there where um rory brings one and i bring one we if one of ours takes an hour we'll get to the next one the next time it's it's your show so sounds interesting talk about whatever it is Wait, yeah. but nice. how many dog letters none yet <laughs> oh and believe it or not yes. i just saw a letter from a dog as yeah. of the day we're recording <laughs> this i saw a dm from a person on instagram that has a picture of their dog and i the topic is about their dog oh, but i God. haven't had a chance okay. to read the whole you thing you said if somebody's uh, and i was like yeah okay yeah all right uh, well now i'll tune in okay. <laughs> glad to have you hitting that dog demo <laughs> well, i'm excited to check that out mm-hmm. thanks um have you gotten a letter from someone in prison yet no you maybe you will i know uh, yeah, I I can't wait to see, and then hopefully, like people will like ride us back again. Can can they listen to podcasts in prison? That's a good question. I have received. They probably have a Zoom. Why? Right? <laughs> all the Zooms. All the Zooms were like donated <laughs> to the pen. Yeah, I think. Well, I know that I received a couple letters from someone in prison, but now I can't remember if it was maybe they listened to you before they based. went in or that. Oh, maybe. Um, Hmm. I can't. I don't know. I, th- I would think I don't know. listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know because yeah, cause you how would you listen? You to wouldn't want to give prisoners a lot of internet access. 
somebody's like writing a letter to Ray being like, how do I get out of a confined <laughs> <Yeah>. room structurally? <laughs> Siri. How, how do I build a tunnel, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, listen to that episode. Uh, Maybe people are putting episodes on thumb drives and giving them to people. Yeah. Probably. They're smuggling oh. Alex. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you. Oh my god, I would you, love my podcast. You're, you're being keistering. You're being keistered into prison in a USB <laughs> drive. What would be the if you were in a non-maximum security prison and falling under like the category of like a uh, good prisoner? Because I'm lacking mm-hmm. that. Sure. Uh, good behavior, whatever this. Um, I believe there's a world in which some prisons allow you to be gifted an right, iPod like as a- from your as an incentive or something yeah i doubt you could give someone a phone but i guarantee i feel like an old school ipod or like an old nano they'd probably let you have that right i mean i wouldn't be surprised in some prison somewhere in this country they had radios i mean it's different right right because it's the internet and all that but you would think uh, does a jail have (laughs) wi-fi that's a great question yeah. Look at screaming at their phone. I know. <laughs> and maybe there are people in prison screaming at their phone. Yeah, like we don't exactly. know. Yes. We're listening to you. <laughs> well, you idiots. And this was, is the podcast that raises more questions than <laughs> <the> answers. <laughs> of course, there was that scene in 48 Hours where uh, Eddie Murphy is singing Roxanne yeah. in, with a Walkman. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. being my establishment for reality in prisons, I would extrapolate yeah. that, yes, that's an iPod I today. have seen that documentary. So there you go. I say we do... Just me or everyone, but first I want to tell you guys I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where Patreon. you go. Different reward <laughs> levels, all sorts of fun stuff. The bonus episode this month will be with Greg Heller, and also there's going to be a bonus bonus episode. Back in the day, 2015, I recorded what has become like a lost episode that super fans have been wanting to hear. Um, I do a segment on this show periodically called Gal Chat, and... I thought that I was going to do a gal chat themed episode every week for Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, it was me, Jenna Kim Jones, Esther Pavitsky and Ginger Gonzaga. And we recorded a gal chat episode. And then I never released it because all of us, like I went through this thing where I'm like, I have to release episodes five days a week. I'm going to ramp up to five days a week. And then like when I started ramping up a tiny bit, I'm like, I'm not going to do this. (laughs) This is too many. Like, why did I think I needed to do this? Two episodes a week works great. I like it a lot. (laughs) So then I pulled back um, and I never released that episode, but I recently found it. And the Patreon people have been asking for me to release that. Um, so it's outdated, but still, I'm going to make that available for the... You guys are talking about jellies and, uh, (laughs) colored moose. Chasing hoops down the street with a stick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, hoop skirts and crinoline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, no, we were talking about some award show, and I don't remember what else, and I haven't decided whether I'm going to listen first or just put it up. But Jeff, you mixed it out, right? Yes. It's... (laughs) Probably. I think it is, because it's, like, saved under the... The file, my super anal file structure. That yes, I like to do. which would mean you mixed it out. So, because I'm just yes. thinking, like, is if there it, anything offensive in there? But I, we would have cut that. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I should listen back. Aff- 2015 offensive or 2018 yeah, offensive? Say, yeah, like, that's right. Do you wonder if you, you things are problematic? <laughs> oh, now I hadn't even thought about. Yeah. I, I hadn't thought about that. What yeah. what, what was, words are no were allowed then that honey, aren't allowed you now? Didn't, you didn't talk about. That. <laughs> I'm did sure you, you used the word yeah. woman and man. You talked about gender as binary in that episode. I did not we gotta fluid. Throw that out. I, I just found out. I just realized to myself. Correct me, please. That Top Gun's problematic. He mm-hmm. f- he follows Kelly McGinnis into a woman's bathroom and then asks her if they think they can fuck on this table. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> like that's you, dude don't follow a woman into a bathroom and then no. suggest having sex with her while you're the only people in the bathroom and you're between her and the door yeah that's it's not, not okay. <laughs> top gun it'd be funny to see how many of those movies have scenes like that because i bet a lot oh, sure. meatballs yeah. there's a lot of real rapey oh. stuff oh in all those do all those 80s yeah. raunchy teen comedies are full of but rapey the, shit the top gun beach volleyball scene will oh never be problematic no. <laughs> that is a beautiful work of art Perfect. yeah <laughs> the i mean uh revenge of the nerds has just a straight up rape scene in oh, it. i know that's just rape that's <laughs> not rapey Moral of the story, listen to that 2015 episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know what award show it was. Was it's it the so Blockbuster rapey. Movie Awards? Perfect. Maybe that's it. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe uh, like that's the trigger thing of just like, oh, somebody who really is having a hard time, the Blockbuster is gone. And you're just rubbing it in their face. <laughs> right. The awards, the awards, the awards. There's still one in Alaska. All those live reads for Zunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on Something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? All right. Dave Cross, no, not that one. (laughs) I feel like I'm outsmarting everyone by touching the public bathroom door handle in a different spot than normal. P.S. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, what if everyone (laughs) thinks that? Yeah. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) If I walk into a building that has a handle, I'll just hit the arc light. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the handle, mm-hmm. most unlikely door. Mm-hmm. If I walk up to it, if not, I say, "Hey, you know what? Live that Boy Scout life. Get your hands dirty." <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and by Boy Scout life, I mean the movie The Last Boy Scout. You know, <laughs> of course, it was all about. I didn't see it. It's all about touching uh, bathroom yeah, door yeah, handles. Literally, all it's Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans <laughs> running around, just cleaning up doors. <laughs> sounds so good. You know what? Am my frequent? This is one of my classic frequent. Just me or everyone's that it. It's such a part of me. I don't. I don't even think I've submitted it as just me or everyone. But it's something I live with. The constant fear that I'm in the men's that I've wandered into the men's public restroom mm-hmm. accidentally. Mm. Do you guys have that fear or women's mm. for for no. the the dudes? Quick look will solve it for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess no, but I've had that happen before. And then you find oh, out. You oh, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where oh my I'm God. like, oh wait, I'm in the wrong. I'm. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I I do have a friend who had a funny story where he went into he didn't he was at the movie theater and he went in and there were no urinals but he he was like oh and so he goes into the stall and then like a movie uh-huh. let out and all these women and he had to like stay <laughs> in there mm-hmm. until it cleared out. <laughs> oh, bud. Was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I will get confused sometimes if it's artwork or a different language for mm. the doors and then I'm like well. Yeah. Let's see that's what happens. always fucked up. Yeah. I hate that. I mean, maybe that's what happened to Tom Cruise, and he was just trying to play <laughs> that's it cool. That's what made me think yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Wait, okay. so you worry maybe about it every I am time? a senior reader. Like, yeah, it's usually I'm like in the bathroom, seated on the toilet, and suddenly I think, uh oh, what if I'm in the wrong bathroom? Here, probably every single time I'm in a public restroom. It isn't it also that it seems like at least in L.A., all of these like bougie bar and restaurant places. Yeah. It's, like deliberately make it confusing that you don't even know where you when you've walked into the bathroom yes, yeah. where there's like a communal sink mm-hmm. and then there's a mirror and you're like I don't I have there's no clue what and then you're like well maybe this is just a bathroom where we're an Ally McBeal's themed new bar and no one cares so <laughs> they do have those yeah I I oh, this is one that gets me these days is when the bathroom at one of these nice restaurants is big but not really big mm-hmm. it has a toilet and a urinal and then I'm like. Am I, should I lock the door if I'm just taking a piss? <laughs> you know, like, because another person could come in here and go. Right. But then it's big. It, 
you know, but no, I'll lock it. And then I'm in a huge fucking room all by myself. <laughs> right. And then sometimes if you don't lock it, then somebody opens the door and they go, oh, sorry. And then you go, should I say, no, pal, come on in. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. That's yeah. what, if I, I get the one that reason. doesn't face the door, so my back's the door. So I'm like, it's fine, man. Come on it's in. Fine. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah. But then when they get in, go, can you lock the door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is the toilet in a stall? No, it's no, like no. If you it'll open be... the door. The toilet would be like perpendicular to the door, right. and across from the door would be the urinal. Right, M- so, many times. So you wouldn't be like big facing room. each other. You could just face away, and, right. and and pee. But it's just like just feels weird. But to someone, someone would never there. come like take a shit while you're. I mean, using... how well, long were they might. in the military? <laughs> yes, that's no. I mean it, that no. But um, but if. If if it's like a bar, usually guys are just taking a piss anyway. Right. It's not, you know. But if you are deucing it out, yeah, you would just lock it. You'd lock it, for sure. <laughs> but when it's like... <laughs> but imagine the guy who's like, I'll leave it open. What if he's got to go real bad? Well, like, there's no. like, well, there's a window know. in time. Like, 8 p.m., lock, lock it. Right. Like, 1.15, yeah. no one cares how many people are... There's a guy <laughs> in the it, sink peeing. Like, you're right. And if it's a busy bar... Like, dude, you're going to lock the door when there's a line of a side. Yeah. Right. That's and, true. Like, one guy's peeing in the sink. <laughs> you know? And then what do you do if you are coming in and you have to deuce it out, Right. and the guy has left the door open, <laughs> and there's a space for you, and he says, no, it's okay. Come on in. And yeah. then, but you yeah. don't because you have to do sit out. Yeah. And then, no, I'm no. sorry, man. We're doing. We're about to do work in here. <laughs> yeah. So you let me know when you wrap up. <laughs> so now you have to have a discussion. It's like, no, I thank you. I appreciate your trying to accommodate me, but I have to do other things than involving standing up. And now you're having a conversation. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's weird being animals. <laughs> Daniel Danielle Lynn says, "If butter is unsalted, it is not worth eating." Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I haven't always felt that way, but of late. I do. Is it is it is the unsalted butter for baking? I mean, yes. I'm not sure why you have it. It's for baking, and also my parents prefer it. <laughs> it's for baking, and my parents. I am always so upset when you go to a restaurant and you get the bread and butter, and it's unsalted butter because that's really when you what want the salted restaurant butter. Restaurant is doing this to you. I feel like sometimes you'll get the pads and it's unsalted. <sighs> really? Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, that's because no. they ran out of salt. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> do you guys ever go with a spray? Oh, oh, did she go with the spray? Jesus <laughs> oh Christ. my God! She keeps You've the spray uh, in business. You just hit the oh mother my road. God! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sound of happiness. Is- <laughs> <laughs> do wait. Do you yeah. also use it? I've, I've been known to <laughs> spray it up. Yeah. Is there a bottle in your refrigerator right now? No, I'm out. <laughs> Are you going to stock up soon? Why wouldn't I? I use it all the time. In fact, I had to stop for a little while. But now I'm back. back, baby. I received <laughs> one. I received. I can't believe it's not butter spray from my listeners for my birthday. Mm-hmm. More than one listener, and I don't just mean like a group of them chipped in to buy me some. I mean a group of them chipped in to buy me some, and then also another listener bought me <laughs> yes. some. And they also yeah. bought me trivia. Um, but then it was like a dark moment because i i announced that i was off of i can't believe it's not butter but i'm back and everything tastes better and i feel happier (laughs) i love a spray food yeah it's so convenient i wish there were Mm -hmm. back in the day i used spray salad dressing that wishbone Mm. yeah uh, yeah, I don't know if they still make it. I, I'm not into it anymore. I'm sure, they do. Now I just use I can't believe it's not butter as a salad dressing. <laughs> Problem <laughs> solved. <laughs> That's right. I also put in a little bit of ketchup. So I'm a gourmand. Okay, Rody Style says when clipping my fingernails, I will close my eyes each time I clip a piece off so that it won't fly into my eye. Oh. Interesting. I don't do that. I mean, it's a smart technique. I don't really. But I, I rarely clip though. I just file. Don't ever oh, really. Mm-hmm. Really. That's a lot of work. 
Are you? Not if you do it frequently. I guess so. Yeah. Nails. <laughs> uh, I've never had them fly in my face. Maybe it's just the angle that you're holding the the Might just thing. be fear. Do you guys want a horrible story? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm at an Italian restaurant. I was oh, dating yeah. this girl in Chicago. And the waiter is like talking to us. I'm like eating my food. Uh, and I put, it's like pasta and stuff. Uh, and I, I, I take a bite. Uh, and then I'm like. Oh, no. Oh, no. And there's like something on my lip. Oh, and I like take my lip. And by the way, we're sorry. I look over. The guy who I don't know, like a friend of hers that I had just met, is like biting his nails. <gasps> oh, no. He had like, he'd done like a bite. <laughs> oh, God. No. And it landed in my food. <laughs> and I'm like, we're leaving. <laughs> and, and the girl I was saying at the time was like, oh, they thought it was like hilarious. And I, 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 That's to disgusting. this day, I'm like, I've never seen the two of them since. <laughs> I was like, we are, we're getting out of here. Bits their nails yeah. at the what in life, let alone dinner. Right, right. Just, oh, I could not. I, I, I can <laughs> still so feel nasty. it on my oh mouth. My God. That so was nasty. probably ten years ago. Oh, yeah, I would never recover from that. No, I. Oh. Some in some ways, I haven't. Did you get a little ramekin of nails for your to go? Can I get this nail wrapped up and whatever else he pulls out too? Put those in. Well, Daniel, uh, yeah. this, oh, sorry, other Daniel, okay. this raises an interesting question. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do bite your nails, but you don't spit them. Where do the bits of nail go? Um, I'm not usually biting a whole like chunk of nail off. Up it's usually I'm usually just trying to <laughs> I'm usually just trying to like get it smooth from mm-hmm. the, you can from the assume the that it's been up my butt. <laughs> usually, yeah, I'll, I'll wad them up and then I'll you know stick them on my butt. <laughs> no, so. really, but something's coming off the nail. Yeah, I'll usually just swallow it if it's like a little piece. I'm, it's like usually just a little piece. Ah! <laughs> I say thank you. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> spitting it on the floor. Yeah. But it's your mess. It, eat it. Yeah. But, but swallowing it is also... Yeah, but he's punishing himself at least <laughs> rather than your feet. Oh, thank you. If it's like a big chunk, it. I'll like put it in a napkin or throw it away or something. But you're like, regularly swallowing little bits of nail. It's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Have you ever had to do that with a hangnail, the softer element of it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do not regularly bite my nails. If I have a jagged, like if something it breaks and I'm out and I don't have a file, right. I carry a little file with me. But okay. if I don't have one, then yeah, occasionally I will, like, try to pull, right. try to smooth it out with my teeth. It's just weird that the texture. We're like, I mean, that one I can swallow, but yeah. the, the 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 hard one, no. You think that's gross, but you eat your scabs. <laughs> I do not. Well, right. guys, I gotta I collect go. them and name them. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I do not. Um, okay. I can't believe it's not butter, though. That would be pretty Ugh, good. Yeah. That's gross. No? Right. <laughs> I'm into most gross things, but that's gross. Right. Pearl says, if I'm driving behind a super slow driver, I will move over slightly in my lane so that the drivers behind me can see that I am not the slowpoke <laughs> holding everyone up. Yes, I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, I'm not the problem here. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Nick Heidenreich says the appropriate way to eat both popcorn and corn on the cob is as if you are starving to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> popcorn, yes. I agree. Yeah, with both. Corn on the cob, you eat it as fast as possible. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why get a bucket if you're not going to dig in? That's right. <laughs> it's, why take the whole year if you don't really want it? <laughs> and neither one of them is super satisfying right. at all. Popcorn, so you really have to especially. eat a ton of it to feel like you've done something. Right. So yeah, you got to move a lot of product. That's why so many people add stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just at Garrett's uh-huh. in Chicago and it's caramel oh, yeah. pecan. I'm like, yeah, now you've made a meal. There's <laughs> way, a- to sh- way to go, Chicago. You've overloaded another thing. <laughs> Pizza and hot dogs weren't enough. <laughs> What's that thing that, that um, I see now where they put the mayonnaise on the corn on the cob and all sorts oh, of yeah. spices? Is that pretty good? That's got to be good, right? Yeah, I think that's... Um, Alote? That yeah, I think called? it's a Mexican thing mm-hmm. where they, they'll do that they'll and then they... It. Yeah, they put the... They'll wrap the husk back over it and then grill it. Ah, man. Yeah. Sounds good. It's I've delicious. never seen that. Yeah. Lila Rolling Stone says, All the baristas at my local coffee spot have my incredibly intricate order memorized, and now I feel like I can never order anything else. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, once once someone at a place like that knows who you are and remembers your drink, you're stuck forever, because I feel like they've done the work to remember my drink now. Mm Mm-hmm. Does your Starbucks reserve wife have, does she know your order? She hasn't been there for a few weeks. So hopefully she's Any updates? What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're moving in. Uh, (laughs) She's, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I haven't seen her. So I hope hope she's okay. Are you worried about her? (laughs) Yeah, maybe she got fired. I don't know. No. She didn't make it through that training day. Yeah, Yeah, the training day. Oh, right. (laughs) She's like super racist. (laughs) She's like, I'm not giving it up. Uh, It's just just my thing. (laughs) Why didn't anybody make a training day parody of the Starbucks day that they took off? Yeah. I'm sure someone was thinking about it. It's fine. Celine says, when off on switch is just symbols, zero or one, I have no clue which is on and which is off. I couldn't tell you now which one is which. Well, the funny thing is she knows that. Because then she goes on to say, but I feel like Colonel Jeff Fox knows which is which or Huntsberger Junk. They're kind of like the useful ones on the show. No offense to Daniel Quantz, you sculpt the best. (laughs) Okay. Fair. All right. So I'm trying which to is think which? if I know. I think the line is on. Anyone? I would say no. I would agree. The with line that. is on. Yeah. So okay. it's like binary. Yep. Zero is nothing. One is something. Ah. Just like all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zeros and ones. <laughs> all right. Huh. Now, do you get it, Daniel? It's a good Quants? way to remember. See, I always think of it as open and closed. Right. That's I how think I of think it of it like the circle being like a circuit completing, which, which. Therefore, made me think maybe that the circle is on, but it's not. Right. See, Daniel? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think of it as a visual representation of the thing, and that's not what it is. Right. No, it's a zero and one. Now we know. I thought it was a circle and a line. But you know what? It isn't a zero and a one, because a perfect circle is not a zero. A zero is an oval. Right. I don't know that it's actually supposed to be representing a zero or a one, but that's how How I remember remember it. it. That's how you remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I will still not remember. <laughs> John Schember says, when people talk about Drake, I assume they mean Drake Bell, never the Canadian rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Who's Drake Bell? Yeah, I'm him blanking out too. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, me okay. too. I just wanted to feel good. So obviously everyone on that who's, one. Yeah, who's Drake Bell? Gotta look it up. Well, obviously this is a you. Thing. Is it Lake Bell's twin brother? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, should we all take a guess of what profession Drake Bell Ooh, has? Yeah. Drake Bell, yeah, easy uh, NBA listening. player? Astronaut. Scientist. Child actor? I think that's who the... <laughs> He's a child actor. Oh, he oh, is. Wow. Good job. Nice work. <gasps> what I so knew what? it. Home improvement. 
Wait, the uh, young one, one that went goth? The kid? I think so. Because yeah, there's really... JTT, and then there's the Fox and Friends kid, who was the oldest one. The oh, Fox and a... Friends kid? Oh, he went he, to Fox and Friends? One yeah, of his first appearances. Hardcore right wing. Wait, is it Jesse Waters? On... Was he from that show? The no, older one, no, no, who had no, like no. the cool sh- half-shaved head ponytail towards the end of Home Improvement. Oh, my God. Who, who, but who no, on he, Fox? Was, that was my mistake. He was on... One of his first appearances was on Home Improvement, but he wasn't one of the kids. Wait, but, but who, he he is a kid actor, but it looks like he is also he also does musician. They list his musical career as pop rock, power rock. But every child actor is rock also, and roll is also a musician. Okay, mm. right. Um, who won Fox and Friends? Uh, Steve Ducey. <laughs> I don't. The oldest of the three kids. He was just on some uh, Fox News stuff. Huh. Well, well, now we got to find out. Well, there you go. And then we have... He is best known for his starring roles on Nickelodeon's The Amanda Show and Drake and Josh. Oh, there it is. Okay. okay. Drake. Never that makes sense. Any of that. <laughs> yeah, that's where that comes back <laughs> yeah, around. Right, right. I got you. I got you. Well, there you the go. Drake and Josh Show, of yes. course. All right, Allison. I'm looking up what Home Improvement okay. Kids. Yeah, what were their names? I didn't even know JTT. there was more than one kid. Me neither. Yeah. Really? Jonathan JTT Drew. was... Yeah. There was JTT. Middle kid. Remember, there was a very special episode where he got diagnosed with a disease and had to take a pill every day for the rest of his life. Really? Really brought it down. <laughs> the series centers on the Taylor family, which consists mm-hmm. of Tim, his wife, Jill, and their three children. Brad. The oldest child, Brad, Zachary, <laughs> Ty, Brian. I'm not familiar with him. Yeah, ZTB. The middle child, Randy, and the youngest child, Mark. Well, there you go. Maybe Zachary, I, Ty, Brian. Maybe uh, if I ever watched it, I would know. Googling for later. And lastly, Bex says... Is it rude to pluck a few stray eyebrow hairs, say, in someone else's car? Same question for filing a broken nail. Is it the same as clipping a fingernail? I wonder that sometimes Um, because, as I mentioned before, I I carry a little file with me. Right. But if I'm ever in public and filing my nail, I feel like some like gum smacking secretary from an 80s movie mm-hmm. right? with yeah. like super long nails yeah. just like doing my nails while I'm fielding calls for I, a detective I like to when I'm in an Italian restaurant I like to go over their pasta and there just you say, go <laughs> there it is. tell me when to stop just tell me when to yeah. stop <laughs> you, you like it a nail you like it a nail the nail is good, no? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, I don't know if, if that's rude to car. pluck an eyebrow hair I, I mean, I, if it's your friend, I think it's okay. Yeah, so what you, but if it's not, then it might be. What you do with it matters. You get it. Eat so it. in Daniel's <laughs> case, he would eat it. You just put a booger on it and then stick it on their dryer. Oh their gosh! Yeah. I mean, I just live by the rule that, like, apart from your fingerprints, don't leave your DNA anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's a good rule. <laughs> that's smart. But you're constantly shedding hair and skin cells I know, but that's everywhere. not voluntary. <laughs> no, but don't be like your car's good for my waste. <laughs> Back in the days when I was a house guest before I decided I only stay in hotels and now I just I never leave my own home so it's not an issue anymore but in the house guest days before I would leave I would have to collect all my stray black hairs that I left everywhere especially in the shower Mm -hmm. it's a whole thing so hard yeah Yeah, I try actually it's the campsite rule leave it like you found it yeah (laughs) are you a camper (laughs) No. Me neither. I just learned that from Dan Savage in relationships. Uh. <laughs> well, you guys, this was a delightful podcast. 
thank you to everyone thank you for being on oh my gosh i should have mentioned i have a book out tropical attire and courage and other phrases that scare me you can get that um go to my website alisonrosen.com and there's many places that you can click that will take you to amazon where you can buy it available in all formats and um i will give everyone a chance to mention things they want to mention jeff where can we find you you can find me on facebook and twitter at colonel jeff fox Daniel? You can follow me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. Up your butt. Cool <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to my podcast, The Watching Hour. We're going to wrap up Westworld. Ooh. Well, yeah. You know what? Try it out. <laughs> I think you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me plug other people's stuff. Uh, so my friend Julie has a podcast called Cut Off Jeans, all about DNA, which you are on. I am on. You are so sneaky. You've <laughs> oh, been giving. You've been but, mentioning this podcast for a few weeks, and then I saw this tweet saying, "Like Renee, mention the fact that you're on the podcast." Sure, and then yes. I looked. Was it Julie who tweeted that? Um, may, no, it was one of your sweet listeners. Or maybe not. Oh. Maybe she retweeted it. Well, so one then, of your sweet listeners. Okay. Like, know you're on the so thing. then I looked, and in the like Twitter bio of the podcast, it mentions that you're on it. I'm sure. Like, oh, yeah. Are you low-key promo on your song? Yeah, yeah. She did. <laughs> what are we doing? Because <laughs> uh, I, I want to plug my husband's podcast, Alison Rose is your new best friend. <laughs> I, I'm on it often. <laughs> Oh, I guess I, I should mention oh, I, that. I feel that that's fair. I understand. Because <laughs> uh, I'm just there to ask questions. Because it's like DNA stuff where it gets really confusing. So I just make sure that she dumps it down for everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so you're like a representative of the people. Yeah, you're thank the layman. You. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. the yeah, yeah. ombudsman yeah. person. Yeah, who's just like, well, just, does it say here that I should have had a bigger scholarship than I got? Uh, Is that DNA. something your DNA tells you? Yeah, well, it just tells you your heritage and uh, no. Nobody, nobody's named American. We all think we are. Nobody's <laughs> right. Native American enough to get that scholarship. Uh, so Julie's uh, cut off jeans, which I am also on. Uh, and then Jordan's bubble. Uh, we'll have a new episode out Wednesday. So yesterday. Who do you play on bubble? Oh, just one line that's like, come on, guys. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> I that. that was pretty good. <laughs> yep, that was great. Thanks. Kid. Thanks. In the words of the audition from yes. the Mr. Show, show uh-huh. you got the goods. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, people can check me out. Hindsight drops every single Thursday. That is part of the Doll Network. We can get that on iTunes. And then I do a show that comes out on Tuesdays called Dumb People Town, which I co-host with the Sklar Brothers. It's a very fun show in the exploration of dumb, asking the question, is it better to be dumb and happy or smart and miserable Ooh. which we're facing a lot these days and then uh rory scoville and i have our podcast which uh has right now when you're listening to this probably the premiere the teaser episodes are already out but it premieres in earnest on july 11th and i don't know is this dropping this week this is thursday. dropping thursday okay great if you're going to be in portland i am uh headlining at the bug theater john roy uh and i are doing co-headlining shows called evenings with daniel van kirk and john roy and then on july I'm sorry, July, June 24th is the Bug Theater in Portland, and July 15th I will be uh, in Denver. And you can just check all that stuff out at Daniel Van Kirk. Well, there you go. <laughs> Guys, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Check me out on Instagram. There's that giveaway I mentioned before um, at Allison Rosen on Instagram. And for all the other stuff, there's ringtones, t-shirts, etc. My website, AllisonRosen.com. Thank you again, everyone. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.